Welcome to another episode of The Room Podcast, brought to you by NewEnglandMMA.org. Please follow, share, and enjoy the show, starting right now. Oh my God, what, how'd that ha- Oh, I got to make it small. I had to recall you. I'm sorry. Uh, Aaron Hughes in the house. Aaron, something happened. There you go, Aaron, my man. Let me shrink you down a little bit. Actually, I'm in the wrong frigga. I got the wrong, <laughs> I got the wrong podcast screen up. I had Tony, hey, I just. Had, What's going on here? Uh, Yeah, I just. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there we are. We're good now. Hey, I just interviewed, interviewed Tony Gravely um, a couple of days ago, and I still had all his information up, and I uh, I had you, I flashed you up right away on it. So, um, Aaron Hughes in the house. Let me make you a little bit. I got bit. it going out on my phone, too, so I can. So you can talk and answer questions and stuff like that, Aaron? So I can support you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so support. All right, my, better. all right, my man. Uh, you're here for a reason, uh, a big, big reason, man. You uh, just uh, you finished some kid in a cage in fucking Tennessee, and uh, for your pro debut, man. How you feeling? And uh, let's talk a little bit about this experience of yours, bro. Oh man, that shit was insane, <laughs> dude. We drove 927 miles, and. We went into Tennessee. First of all, let me say, the hotel that I stayed at was absolutely disgusting. So, so it was it? It was it was worse than the one of the ammo hotels. It was worse than the one in Springfield. Dude. Right. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk I, a little bit about what what made it worse than any of them. Was there like still condoms on the rug and shit like that? What was going on? I was honestly gonna talk about it in my post fight interview, but I just had so much uh, emotions going through. Sure. There was fucking burn holes in the sheets. There was fucking mold in the bathtub. The fucking showers were broken. The fucking room stunk like somebody just smoked five packs of cigarettes. Like feet and cigarettes. Like like ketchup and sadness. Like yeah. like real sadness was, in that room. It was pretty disgusting. So um, uh, who booked the rooms? Did uh did they book the rooms or did you? Yeah. Book- oh, all right. They booked the rooms. So then. I went in and complained, and I was like, hey, I want my room changed. My my two coaches were like, yeah, we're not staying here. They fucking left and went to a different hotel. That's it. They just spent what they did. They did. They spring it themselves, like pay for it themselves. They just got the fuck yeah. out of time. Yeah, yeah, they did. Dude, I would have done the same thing. I mean, there was probably fucking cockroaches in the fucking toilet and everything else. And, uh, so th- they were like, um, so they're like, yeah, we're going to stay at this hotel. So they ended up moving me to the suite. The suite's got a hot tub and like. It's cool, right? Hot tub don't fucking work. <laughs> so I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. Well, then- Aaron, Aaron, I got some pictures of um, just like the beginning of the road trip. And I actually do have a picture in this little montage of the bathtub <laughs> that I stole off your Facebook. So let's talk a little bit about it. I think this actually has... Um, has uh the end of your fight not the not the f- actual fight but you getting your hand raised so I'll pl- I'll I'll play it all right now as we talk about this man so who'd you go with you went with uh about I went with Pat McCrohan uh one eighty five pro fights with Bellator and stuff um and Maddie Franco <clears throat> my boy pretty boy he's a jiu jitsu phenom um so yeah uh my main coaches weren't able to make it um so. We went out there, drove 927 miles, um, got to fight a man in a cage in his hometown now, with now, all of the strong. What, well, my now, two boys. How many other people like took the trip with you besides uh, your corners? Yeah, so uh, uh, three other people. My my corners, one of my corners' uh, wife, and then two of my friends drove That's- out. So... We were severely outmatched, but we were not going to be denied. So uh, you now they, they we, were trying to kick. They were trying to kick my boys out for for recording. What do you mean? They're like, they're like, dude, we drove fucking a thousand miles. We ain't fucking. Did did they? Did you guys record? Um. So they were like really strict, like no video recording or yeah. anything. So they started recording. They're like, hey, you're gonna have to leave. Blah blah. But they're like, we're not leaving. Dude, well, that's the way it is. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, it is what it is. There's got to be a riot in Tennessee. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> fucking. Well, I watched, um, I watched uh, Kelts' live feed. Yeah. 
I mean, so I, I got a real good, you know, I got a front row seat of it, even though it looked like he was on the fucking Titanic while he was filming it. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. Wait, does he get so excited the phone's like flying? Yeah, in his it's, hand? it's all over the place. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Someone take him off the controls of the phone for now. I do appreciate it, Kelts, for you doing going live, but and dude, I had no idea that they were having this little party, this little watch party for you. I figured that something was going on, but no one called Domenico. No one sent ambassador an invite for to wherever you were. Uh but you know, it's all good, brother. So it, it all it all turned out great, man. You went in there and you phone you fought a man that um we talked about this. Was he the the champion, the amateur champion for them at one time? He, so he was six and one and he was a, a amateur champion, but he wasn't an amateur champ for that promotion. Um it was for a different promotion and he also runs his own promotion out there. Um but I kind of knew at weigh-ins, I was like, dude, I'm going to fuck this dude up tomorrow. Now, how'd, how'd you feel that? What, what, what made you feel I, that? I just, I, he was just giving off weird vibes at, like, weigh-ins and stuff. Like, uh, he, I, I don't know, he was, like, not trying to take the face-off picture or something. Like, he thought he thought we were going to jump him or something. <laughs> Is that right? Like, fucking Fall River. I thought these Tennessee guys were you were tough dudes, man. You know what I mean? You got, you fought <laughs> Fall River Strongos in there a little, you know, about six of you, you're scaring the hell out of everybody. Yeah. So we, uh, I don't know, man. So we got into the fight. First round what was kind of rough. Uh, I was trying to find my range and find my distance and get stuff going. But the cage was, like, very small. It's it's probably, like, cage tight in size. But it's my first time fu- fighting with four-ounce gloves instead of seven. You know, I can elbow now and knee. So I was very hesitant uh coming in so he was chopping my legs chopping my legs and then he kicked me and i checked it and uh i i know as soon as i checked it that i broke him right there um like i seen his whole his whole demeanor shoot um he decided to clinch right away took me down we got into a scramble on the ground i uh a leg lock scramble and i i caught him in a pretty deep heel hook uh, he he didn't tap, but I'm I'm pretty sure I messed something up in his leg because in the next round he couldn't even stand up. Um, so he came out and uh, I seen him on the stool, and my coach said, "Hey, he's done, dude. Go after him. Go after him. He's tired and he can't stand up." So if if you look between the first round and the second round, I came out and I started chopping his leg right away. Instant low kick, instant combinations. We were able to get the finish, man. Yeah, I, 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 I have the vi- I have the video. I think. All right, you finished him in the third round. It was like the first minute or so, wasn't second it? Round, second round. Second round. Seconds. I'm sorry, I fucking I made the wrong post. Why didn't you tell me? You don't. I mean, I made a post saying you finished him in the third round. Why didn't you fucking say Domenico change that? Second round, forty eight right. seconds. All right, so I have. I think I have that. Uh, the second round finish somewhere over here. Let me find it. Yeah. But we're, we're gonna talk about it. Um, but yeah, the dude, you guys were like rolling around on the ground, uh, trying to do some leg, you know, snap some legs. It didn't look like Kelts. It was the funniest thing. Cause in the video, Kelts is like, leave the legs. He's like, that dude don't know what he's doing with that leg. Like he just had your leg. Did he, did he know what he was doing with your leg? Or was he just trying to grab it? And, uh, just, uh, um, he, he kind of knew what he was doing, but I, I don't know. I feel like the, the jujitsu out in Tennessee, it's not like it is out here, man. Um, my coach, Tommy Texera is like filthy with leg locks and, uh, my corner, Matty Franco is also really, really good at leg locks. So I knew like, once I got in that position, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm good here. I, I know what to do. He almost caught me real quick. I was like, oh, about to tap. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck that. What? What? Me. What? Say that again. What? <laughs> he said he almost caught me. I was about to tap. And then I was like, oh, fuck that. I ain't tapping. What are you out of your fucking... That's right, motherfucker. <laughs> what? Did, I mean, yeah, in the beginning, like, it seemed like... Did he get you in, uh... You know, I'm trying to think of the first round because there was a lot going on. But what did he get you in? Did he have you in a choke or something? He had me in a Dars choke. It, it was really, really tight. If you watch... If you watch, like, the actual live stream video, um, my face was, like, red as a tomato. But I was, like... I had all these thoughts, like, dude, I work so hard, I'm not losing this fucking... Yeah. Exactly. This fucking dude. So, so, and then, 
that's it. From there, it was uh, it was a wrap. Yeah, well, after you, how'd you get out of it? I, I'm trying to think of the fucking uh, does feed. I think he like went to adjust his grip, and I just spun into his guard, and he he went for, for a guillotine. I popped my head out and just started grinding pounds. Just fucking let me out of here, man. I got to fucking. Then he he tried to attack my legs, but I was like, ah, like I'm very comfortable with in the leg lock position, so I knew he didn't really have much of a chance there. Um. And uh, yeah, so I I was able. Honestly, I wanted to finish him on the feet. I wanted to. I wanted to put him out cold, but he uh, he took me down with the, a takedown. I shouldn't have got taken down with. I was very disappointed. Like, what when I, you when I you were lay, when you when you were laying out laying it on him, and then he shot in to like save yeah, himself. Save yeah, himself. I was very disappointed that I got taken down with that. Um, I sh- I know exactly like what I did wrong and why that happened, but I was in. I, I well, like I said in my interview, I was tired as fuck. Yeah. yeah. Well, you guys had a fucking monstrous first round, dude. You guys were like going at it. Uh, you guys were catching each other, and like you said, he almost like uh, you know, he almost choked the life out of you for an instant there, man. So that's a lot to deal with in the first uh, first round of your your professional uh, debut in friggin' Tennessee after uh, you know, sleeping in uh, you know, a shithole of a uh, of a hotel. <laughs> You know, not not anything, not to say anything bad about the the promotion because they put on a you know a cool event and they have another one uh, coming on with another one of our fighters heading there to to fight for one of their titles, man. So uh, they're a great promotion. They just gotta up uh, up the hotel shit here. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> this fucking dude, man. So all right, so you drive what? Fourteen hours? Twelve to fourteen hours? Yeah, twelve to fourteen. But we stopped a couple times, and honestly, man, it kind of sucked. Because, you know, like, I wasn't too sure what my weight was. I was fighting a weight class up. So I didn't really eat the whole drive up there, you know. They're fucking eating McDonald's and Burger King and eating all this That's fucking, fucking shit, illegal. Dude. That's I'm fucking like, illegal. Are you kidding me? It's all I can smell. <laughs> <laughs> I got to stop to pee every 10 minutes. W- welcome welcome to the Pro Rex, brother. Welcome to the Pro Rex. Driving. <laughs> So yeah, that's what I mean. That must have been terrible. I mean, you're driving 14 friggin' hours. You gotta, you know, cut weight. And uh, thank God you were fighting at a yeah, higher weight. What, uh, lightweight isn't isn't where you want to be, correct? Like, oh, where, right. where did uh, you got? What weight did you guys weigh in? Was it 155? Dude, I weighed in at 152.6, but I was 155 on my scale. So their scale must have been. Lighter. I could have had fucking breakfast that morning and Holy shit. Holy shit, man! How what are you weighing at? He weighed in at one fifty four. All right, cool, man. Cool. Well, he was two pounds uh, heavier than me, but he's not a natural fifty five. He fights at like thirty five, I think. But, yeah. Um, well, I mean, he he was gay, man. I mean, he yeah. looked pretty damn good in there, um, giving you a fight. I mean, it was a very fucking entertaining fight. What the promotion say about it? I know they had some awards that they just gave gave out. Um, you know, we were hoping that you got fight of the night. But you didn't. But what you know? What was the crowd and what was that like when you uh, beat up their guy? T- to be honest, man, I when I got in there, man, I, there was no crowd. There was nothing. It was just me and him. I was so ingrained in the moment. Like I even told my coaches, like I couldn't hear. Like when I was on the feet striking, I knew what like what the game plan was and like what I had to do. But I said there was no. Like, I, I couldn't hear them. Like, yeah. Like, they're like, do this, do this. Like, wh- when I watched the video back, I'm, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, uh, I didn't know you were saying that. On the ground, it was, like, very slowed down, and I am I was controlled and could hear what they were saying. But when we were on the feet striking, man, there was no crowd to me. There was nothing. It was just me and him. He was trying to take my head off. I was trying to take his head off, you know? So that was all there, there really was to it. Like, I... I was nervous as fuck all day too, right? Um, and then about 15 minutes before I was like scheduled to go on, I I just started like meditating and shit. I like closed my eyes and like put some calming music on. And then I listened to the Donald Cerrone fight night transformation video like five, six times. And dude, I don't know. I just kind of like sat up and I was like, all right, I'm going to go fuck this dude up. <laughs> well, you were saying that, I mean, you, you went back, you know, right to, to that confidence again. I mean, because you've been uh, saying that for a while since you've known 
who your opponent was, was that you were going to go in there and uh, do some damage and finish him, and, and, and you did, man. Um, you fought through some adversity, and you fought, you know, in in uh, someone else's backyard, traveling a, a while. Man, that's a lot to go through in your pro debut, man. Uh, would you do it all over again? I would do it all over again. I would rather fly, though. That driving yeah. shit's tough. Um, and speaking of the adversity thing, I'm actually very, very happy because the Aaron of three years ago would have lost that fight. I, I would have tapped out to that choke in the first round, and I, I would have lost that fight. But I've I've changed so much mentally, physically, emotionally. Like, I know that I want to be a professional fighter. Like, I want to make money doing what I love. You know what I mean? Not have to work a nine-to-five job anymore. And uh, all that shit was going to my head in that choke. I was like, dude, I'm not fucking tapping. <laughs> well, like I said, three years ago as an amateur, I would have tapped to that yeah. shit. You know? Um, so... I would definitely do it again, but um, I, I'd like to fly. Nice. The drive was tough, man. The drive was tough. Well, how was it, even though you probably made uh, enough to buy a bag of fucking Doritos, uh, how was it to uh, how was, how was it to get uh, to actually get a check with your name on it from a promotion? Did, like, did they give you that? Or did they give you, like, the, give, give you the, you know, the, the tip money from the bar? <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> it's actually kind of funny, man. So, as soon as I walked out of the cage, they gave me a check. Like, as soon as I walked out, I'm like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool, right? Yeah. But I'm like, shit, I kind of want to keep my gloves and my wraps, right? Yeah. But they took our licenses for the gloves so people don't steal them. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, they're like, yeah, uh, you can buy the gloves $50 I said all right whatever no problem right but I fucking forgot to get my license <laughs> oh they had they'll mail it back to you though so I fucking left my license in Tennessee so now my, it was kind of crazy because as soon as I got done fighting like people are just handing me drinks you know I'm taking shots I'm <laughs> well, well all right yeah 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 what what, what wait, wait a minute wait a minute like <laughs> out of the, I'm walking out of the cage on the way to the back or what was did you fucking what Probably like five minutes after the right. fight, people awesome. were just coming up to me, right? So it was pretty, it's pretty crazy. But then I get home, right, and my buddies are like, "Oh, let's go get a drink." I'm like, "Shit, I left my ID in Tennessee." Oh, you left all your shit all. Oh, oh my god, what the fuck? You can't go anywhere. Left my fucking ID in Tennessee. Luckily, I just got it back like three days ago. But would they mail yeah. it back to you? Yeah. Yeah, of course they did. Of course they did. Dude, what the fuck? How did you uh did you stay uh an extra night? What would you guys do yeah. at we stayed uh Friday night, one one night, um and then left first thing Saturday morning. I ate so much food that Saturday morning, it was insane. I had two breakfasts. <laughs> you deserve it, brother. You deserve it, man. You well you, you, you burned a lot of calories that night and you probably you drank you probably didn't eat. You drank fucking shots and beers and stuff like that. Of course, you're gonna right. fill that stomach with some fucking carbs, man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. would you would would everyone, uh, you know, you come back, you you back training, you back uh back in the gym, and you're still uh celebrating a little bit. Dude, I haven't taken a day off, man. I uh, we left Saturday morning, got back like three thirty a.m. on Sunday. I was at regiment for ten a.m. on Sunday morning. I took the day, like, I didn't really train, but I was there, like, saying what's up. Um, Monday, I, I was back training. I trained Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Took Friday off. Trained Saturday, Sunday. And I've and then I already trained again every day this week so far. Excellent. What was it like uh, going back to the gym and, uh, you know, what everyone have to say? Did, did you get razzed up? Did you get, uh, did you get a little... Pep talk, a uh, little, um, what'd you get? Celebration? What's going on in yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, it, it was kind of crazy, man, because, like, this is only my first pro fight. Like, it like it was special to me, but it was, like, feeling the support from, like, people in Fall River and stuff. Like, I go to Walmart, people are like, hey, dude, congrats, I saw your fight. Like, who the fuck is that? Who the, who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so, it's like, my name is getting out there, and... That's, like, great to see. Yeah. I literally felt like a celebrity. Like, 
I got like almost a thousand likes on my Facebook post. I've never got that anything ever close to that. Well, I'm like wow. Welcome, welcome to the pro ranks, brother. And that's but at gonna... the same time. At the same time, Steve, and this might get a little fuck a little fucked up. But a lot of those those people who were liking my shit and sending me congratulations is when I was 0-3 as an amateur, they, they were talking all this shit, saying, I'll oh, give it up. There's no fighting. Like, dude, I don't forget that shit. Fuck you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Do, 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 do you remember what I had to say about you, buddy? <laughs> Nothing but great things. You know what I mean? Always. I'm always I always back you, man, my man. You've been a, a good friend ever since I uh, met you and a good kid, man. It's been watching... Uh, you know, fabulous watching you grow uh, from, you know, amateur to, to pro, man. I think uh, I met you maybe after your first uh, your your first amateur loss. And then from there, you know, a couple other losses. But, you're, you know, you've been up and down, man. But you're up again, bro, in the pro ranks, man. Uh, I got Connor Matthews coming on in a couple of minutes. Last couple of things, brother. Uh, what's next? What are you looking for? You're right back in the gym. Uh, no damage? Anything? Uh, any, any tweaks from uh, that fight? No, uh, my shin's a little messed up in my foot, probably from like the heel hook uh, position or whatever. But um, I uh, man, I'm trying to fight as soon as possible. I know Vala has a show June 5th. Um, they got a guy out there. I'm a I'm a call him out. His name is Garrett Sharp. He's two zero. Um, I already messaged the promotion. I said I'd like to fight that guy. I I think it'd be a good test for me. He's a hometown guy. Um, or. If we can get some local shows going, I'd love to fight locally. Cage Titan, CES, yeah, Combat of Zone. Of course. It, it don't matter, you know. Um, so this kid, um, why are you calling this 2-0 out? Was he there? Was he... Um, yeah, he, he... he fought on the same card okay. as me. Excellent. Um, 145-er? Featherweight? He, he, it was at 55. It was at 55. Okay. Um, but I don't know. He's, he's 2-0. I think... If I were to beat a 2-0, and that'll look good for me, yeah. you know? Like, I don't want to be the guy that's fighting people who are 5-15, and 5-20. and 20. I want to fight guys with decent records and get to the UFC. That's that's my only fucking goal, you know? Um, obviously, if that's all I can get for a fight, I'll take it, you know? Excellent, um, my man. Well, that June card, man, that might be uh, uh, something I might want to uh, fly with you to uh, be involved, dude. Hey, dude, listen. Let me know as soon as it happens if you get, and then when you guys are gonna get ticket, plane tickets, and all that, man. I want to head up, uh, head down with you guys if if that's the case. Uh, when you guys start setting it up, let me know if something comes up. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. Um, I mean, I don't mind. I've driven to Tennessee also when I used to go to the NASCAR races. So, I mean, either way, I'm in in June, brother, if, you, if you're fighting in Tennessee again, man. But I'm getting my own hotel room. Fuck that fucking, uh, you know, that shit that you guys had to sit in, man. I'm a, I'm... Hey, hey, it was called the quality in, but it was not quality. Fucking A. Whoa, low quality, maybe. Hey, stop it. You won't get a fight back in there, man. So last thing, uh, Connor, uh, Connor uh, Aaron, uh, what do you want to say? Anything to uh, anyone? Uh, shout outs, any thank yous, sponsors, social media? Throw it all out there, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As always, uh, shout out to my team, Regiment Training Center. Um, wouldn't be anything without them. They've transformed me from this little kid with no confidence to uh one and oh professional fighter um mentally i've grown so much since training there um i've trained at other gyms but mentally training that regimen is is home um shout out to my two corners who came to the fight uh maddie franco pat mccrohan pretty boy 125 uh jiu-jitsu phenom <laughs> yeah, you see Shout, nasty. <laughs> Shout out to all my training partners at Regiment Training Center, man. My coaches, Brian Raposo, Tommy Texera. Shout out Ultimate Potential CBD. Shout, Shout out Be Kind, Please Revive Massage Therapy. And, uh, Shout out my guy Steve Domenico for having me on the podcast. Awesome, my man. Always having my back. Always, brother. And I'm definitely taking that trip with you, uh, no matter if it's uh, you know, if it's local, of course I'm gonna see it, but I'm going to Tennessee with you guys. And you uh mentioned your massage therapist who actually um, you know, helped you out in this fight, was one of your sponsors. I am going to see 
her tomorrow getting a massage. She is fabulous. And we might have her and Joelle in the studio with us do a podcast with them to uh them two fine uh fine people there. So um Aaron, you That'd got awesome. Aaron, yeah. you got some great people behind you, a great team, a lot of great fighters helping you along the way. Uh you're doing the right things, man. Uh and uh you've learned a ton from uh that first time you stepped in the cage, man. So congratulations again, brother, and uh man, all the power to you, man. I, I, I love what's going on with you, brother, and keep it up. Thank you very much, man. You'll be seeing more of me real soon. All right, my man. It is, uh, I'll talk to you, brother, and it's time for Connor Matthews. All right, you have a nice night, Aaron, and we'll talk to you very soon, bro. You too, bro. Later. All right. All right. All right, I'm going to play, um, let me shut that down. Where is it? Let me get Aaron's text out of there. Let me get this guest capture out of there. All right, um, let me get, I'm going to play, a video right now while I'm calling Connor. This is um uh the for the the absolute tournament coming up uh pretty soon in a couple of weeks, uh three weeks, May eighth, I do believe. So I'm gonna play that while I'm calling Connor right now. May eighth, NE Combat Sports presents the 2021 Boston, Boston Open. Open. Five submission only tournaments. Cash prizes for fight of the night and submission of the night. And finally, the rematch fans have been begging for between Chris Scott and Uncle Bobby McCarran. Available on demand next day on regionalcombatsports.com. Cool. All right, people. You've waited long enough. Connor Matthews in the house. Look at this handsome guy over here, man. What's going on, my friend? Not much, man. How are you? I've um, been a little while. I can yeah. talk to you in the summer before, you know, for my last fight, pretty sure. Yeah. Did, How you been? Yeah, I've been excellent. Did you come? Was it uh, when you came here with Don Shanus? Did you come in yeah. studio? I physically went there with Don Shanus. I'm not sure if that was after or before my last fight, but uh, it's been a while. Yeah. A little I, bit. I think it was before. It might have been right before uh, we knew about that CES event that was coming. And uh, Yeah. That's right. I didn't really know if I had a fight or not. It yeah. was kind of like something kept up in the air. And then I like it was like three weeks, four weeks, and it kind of just popped up. And I you know, hopped on that. So I just say real quick, congratulations to Aaron Hughes on his first uh, first fight, dude. Uh, I've been I've been going over to regiment like once a week, and I've been drilling with him a lot lately. And I just got to say, he's, he's gotten so much better. And... You know, even sparring and stuff, he's, he's, he's definitely he's come a long way. So, uh, congratulations to him. He's well-deserved. He put, the kid puts the, the work in, so it's Excellent. nice to see that. Excellent. Good training partner for me. Yeah, that's exactly. The, for, and, uh, Connor, Connor, as you're saying that, I, I put up the picture of Regiment. Uh, you're here with all the killers in Regiment uh, yep. getting some training in there. It must have been right before Connor's... Uh, Aaron's fight that you were helping him get ready, man. So, would you yeah. think? Would you think of Aaron's fight? His first time in there as a pro. You've been there not too long, not you know, uh, about a year, year and a half ago, man. He's already got more time than me in, in the in the, uh, <laughs> in the case. professional. So, uh, I should be asking him about experience right now. So <laughs> that's excellent. And you know, it's funny. You had two fights. I think they were fifty-seven seconds first round. Were they yeah. both exactly the same time and same finish? Uh, same finish yeah. time. Same time, same finish. And actually, I had a fight as an amateur that was one minute and fifty-seven seconds that I awesome, finished the same exact way. I guess that fifty-seven is my my yeah. lucky number. Saying that sevens, they keep up. I had a seven-second knockout. Most of those fights were fifty-seven seconds, and then I had a one-zero-five. So fives. And, if I'm playing the lottery and playing fives and sevens as much as possible right now. Excellent, so. my man. Let's all play that shit. So let's yeah. let, let's talk a little bit about uh, Aaron because you did help him uh, get ready with this. Uh, what'd you see in there? And uh, let's talk about uh, you know his first fight and you know your 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 feedback on it. Um. I mean, I thought he, I thought he did good. Like you said, like, you know, it's when you when you step up a level. Like you say, anytime you get to your first fight or your first professional fight, um, it's just repetition, right? So like your first time, you're like he said, he, I was listening to him talk. Like he said, he didn't listen to, he couldn't hear his corner, and like that's that is natural, man. Your first like professional fight, there's a lot on the line. You're a little bit nervous, especially with the elbows and knees. You know, a little bit more dangerous. Get those smaller gloves on, so it's natural for your, you know, to you to not. If you not hear your corner as well and stuff, and that's just stuff that you build over experience over time. And like you know, he's seen it. The only way to get good at fighting is you know to get in the cage. Like, is a huge difference between 
performing in the gym and sparring and actually getting on the stage and performing. It's like, it, they're, they're literally doesn't feel like the same thing. Like, so um, you just really need the experience. So I'm actually envious, envious of him because he like, he, you know, he actually went a full round and got some work <laughs> and got to see adversity, take some punches, you know, to deal, deal with submission, uh, defending submissions. Um, it, you know, that, that's stuff that he's always going to take with him. So it's good. It's like him and Mitch, Mitch has more ring, ring time than like some, a lot of pros. You know yeah. what I mean? That's good, good stuff to have. Exactly. So. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And Aaron traveling all the way to Tennessee, driving there and, yep. uh, you know, going into someone else's, uh, you know, backyard, man, that has a lot, uh, that says a lot for the kid and he's grown like tremendously over the past few years, you know? Yeah. Really, yeah. That, all that stuff builds the mental, man. I'm telling you, this sport is 90% mental. As much as you, I mean, as much as it's, you know, physical and you got to learn, you know, learn the actual martial arts, but a lot of this stuff is 90% mental. So you see a lot of really, really uh, well-talented fighters just cripple. So it's good that he's, you know, he's getting this adversity early in his career. So, you know, when time is in the UFC, when you have somebody there making your own food on fight week, making food for you on fight week, you have people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Catering to you, it, it's going to be that much easier so he can focus solely on the fight and not freak out. So it's good stuff. Excellent, my man. Well, great insight from you my friend so let's talk a little bit about your career and what's been going on we're gonna you know start off with that fight back in uh, october where you uh you jumped in that ces cage and you had that 50 57 second finish i'm gonna play that video because i did steal it from your uh, instagram so let's talk a little bit about that and um you know how you felt in there and then finishing that fight the way you did so um yeah we fans in that fight and that's my first time fighting in front of no fans and and obviously i actually felt way more comfortable um not that i thought the fans bothered me but this is one time i, I got into the ring and i really felt like i felt completely maybe because it's in, that's what sparring is like every time we're in the gym we're sparring you got a couple people watching from the sides you know i'm not getting distracted by seeing my mom or my my girlfriend there or you know what i mean just like just seeing some of your friends like it's odd to have them there when i'm actually training so you know um that's when I really realized as like, oh, this is I feel comfortable. I feel good. And I think that really showed in my performance. Um, I was I was felt like just like another day in the gym. And um yeah, he threw a couple of kicks at me early. I I know I evaded him and then I countered back with a nice uh combination. I think I'm with a three two. I'm pretty sure I hit him with a left hook, right hand, dropped him and I as soon as I hit him, I was a little bit upset because I kinda wanted to I want I wanna show off what I can do. Um, like how much I've grown. I want I want a back and forth battle so people can see that like is this is just I'm just not like a, a a crazy power hitter. I'm somebody that can gain. You know what I mean? I, I'll I'll set I'll set things up on you. I'll um, I got great movement. I got great head movement. And I don't think people like realize that yet because I just been knocking people out real yeah. quick. But I want to show all that ability, all my abilities off. But um, at least I got to show a little bit of ground game there. Stayed on them and I submitted them. So yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll take the win. I'll take these wins as much as you know. But uh, I'm, I'm I'm ready looking to look to the future, man. I want to really compete at like the the highest level, like you know, like everybody else. But um, I feel like during this quarantine, man, like I don't have fights to train for, but I've constantly been in a fight camp, and it and I used to like it kind of changed my perspective perspective about like training. Like I used to always like get ready for a fight, then take some time off the fight, and like eat, you know what I mean. Now I'm just kind of in this like constant stay ready state that I've really fell in love with. And now I'm like, it's made me more of a complete martial artist during this, you know, these hard times of a pandemic, but I feel I'm, I'm ready to go. I, I'll fight anybody right now, two weeks notice, one week notice, like uh, maybe two weeks is a little bit just so I can like take a week off the rest. Yes. Yeah. my butt all up, but like, I'm ready to go. Dude, uh, as you're talking about that, I'm playing, uh, you know, I had a few pictures of some of your training and uh, you know, you, you've been at, <clears throat> getting a lot of boxing work in, I uh, took yeah. some took some of your footage off Instagram, uh, getting tons of work, uh, you know, strength and conditioning work you're doing on your own there. Let's talk a little bit yep. about this boxing and uh, getting some work there. Who who's helping you along with uh, you know the stand up that I'm watching right now? So man, uh, yeah, I'm really starting to figure out like uh, that's like that's kind of with this whole pandemic and I know I'm not getting ready for a fight, so at the same time I'm ready to really like kind of mess around and play with like you know how many times did you striking what i do for jiu-jitsu so um I, I have this guy mike Avlo, who i've always worked up he's like kind of like my boxing coach i would say he's my inside striking boxing coach for like and um and 
it's really helped me. Like my power is like, he's like some guy he's been with me for a long time, but like my power on the inside, he's, he's helped me with develop. I think that's why I got like this knockout power. I can just drop people. So because of him, uh, I've been working with him literally since my first MMA fight. So, um, yeah, that's been good. But I also been going up, uh, I, I sparred with Mike Bulger a lot. He's, he has a professional, uh, professional boxing fight come up. Shout out to Mike. He's uh dude for him. He's, he's, he's as a boxer, um, I've been giving him boxing rounds strictly with no kicks, and man, he's he's a whole other level. He's getting super fast. Um, you know, he's always training with a lot of good guys, like with like Calvin and Rob and all those guys. Inter- in- Haverhill Inner City Boxing, I think, is where's the gym I went oh, up there. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Higgins, and yeah, they're good boxers, man. And I just love the speed of boxing. So when I can bring that back into MMA, I feel like the hands in MMA is not as obviously not as fast. So like. I'm get used. To, I get used to that speed, and then when I go back to MMA, it seems like everything's in slow motion for me. So well, yeah, I love. Well, watching you in the cage and just you know in that you know not only your early pro fights, but you know that that last fight, man, it shows uh, you know the hard work you're putting in there, man. And you know coming out of uh, not that we're out of COVID, but man, you uh, leaps and bounds, uh, you know. As as the regional yeah. as the regional guys, we watch you and we're like this. You you are phenomenal when we're watching you in, in the early stages, but yeah. watching you come out of COVID, man, you're a, you're a whole different animal, man. Uh, you look yeah. you look uh, in tr- like just as far as athletic looking, you are amazing, gifted uh, athlete. So you're using all them tools, uh, you know, at your exposal, man. How uh, yeah. any new other training partners you've been adding other than to regi- the regiment guys and uh you know who you've been rolling with uh, at Lozans any anything yeah. different there yeah so um a couple of big changes I've, uh, I've i've done um so i've been so i've been adding a lot of time in the in the gi with Danny Savory um he's, he's a really good black belt uh I'm phenomenal so um i think the gi's been helping me um and now, obviously, I know there's a big difference between no gi and gi, and like what I can use, and a lot of stuff's unrealistic. But however, I think a lot of the the strength and just fighting with the gi on it, like it's a little bit more challenging. It slows you down. There's a lot of like good level black belts that you know they 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 hold you down, they slow you down a lot, which is just like a good workout for me. Um, so that's I've been changing that up. That's helped me out a lot. Um, I've been working with like uh, you know you ever hear like uh, Ido Portal, who's like that guy that was working with Conor McGregor. With the movement, the oh, movement oh, the, the, the like, touch butt guy, the yeah, touch butt in the park. So uh, we got this kid at my gym. His name's Mike Lexner, and uh, he's been training as just as a as a student. He's been coming in to learn jujitsu because you know there's a lot of movement in jujitsu, and that, that's what kind of brought his attention yeah. to it. So I've been um, just recently I've been working with him quite a bit, and I got to say it's like it's 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 helped me so much and it makes sense why like, Conor, Conor McGregor is using this stuff and as like my movement I mean fighting is movement yeah. at the end of the day so like you you find ways to move your body more efficiently make your body stronger like the way he just he explains it to me is like we, we get strong in the you know set movements we're not and there's a lot of parts of you know that we're not we'll focus on strengthening you know and for whatever it is and they focus on all that small stuff and that's made me a better uh, athlete and on top of that, I've been very, really consistent with Mike Perry um, yeah. at SOS. He's in, and that's where I get my, my really strength and conditioning. And so, yeah, I like all, and then never, on top of that, I got Jake Manini, man. My, my schedule's packed. I'm training two to three times a day, um, basically every day. I mean, I try to get some rest days on there on Fridays and Sundays. So that's it, my two rest days. But other than that, man, I'm, I'm, I'm hitting it hard, like, every day. It's a grind, but, like, um, since my last fight, I haven't had a sip of alcohol um since october so like i'm i'm focused i'm all in i'm bought in i don't want to have any excuses on why i didn't make it you know what i mean i'm making my run at this right now and i'm a little bit older i'm not i'm not 23 22 so you know what i mean like i gotta take better care of my body the tom tom brady method you know what i mean you gotta do everything and obviously i don't have as much money as him right now but um i mean someday hopefully i will so i'm doing everything i can so i know i can look at myself if i win or lose get in that cage I mean, I'm I'm here to win, but if I win or lose, I know I did everything I can to to win, to win these fights. Excellent. Well, you mentioned the gi, and I do have a picture because I think it was in January you were promoted, correct? Uh, in yeah. The gi. So let's let's talk about this. Uh, you know, I have your um, uh, you know, your gi picture right here, getting promoted. Let's talk about how you felt, and uh, were you expecting it, or was it you know, you know, um, I wasn't expecting it that early. Uh, 
but I, I have been putting the work in for sure. Like that, like I, I have it in my head. I want to be a black belt. So, you know, like when I'm tired, you know, they, like when I'm really tired, especially tonight, like Wednesday, I've already, if I had three sessions Monday, three sessions Tuesday, three sessions today, by Wednesday, I'm smoked, but I'm still going to hit my, my Wednesday night gi class because I know, I mean, that's when you, that's when you get better. So those days when you're really, obviously you have to put time to recover, but those days when you're really, really tired and you don't want to put that gi on, but you put it on and then you finish the class, you'll feel, you'll feel great. So, um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, I was really happy to get that. I was really proud to be under Danny Savory and him giving me a purple belt as well. I mean, like, I don't think people realize how good, I mean, maybe they do, but Danny Savory is an unbelievable martial artist. The way, he, the shit that he teaches in class is just like incredible. So, um. I'm, I'm I'm really happy to get that I got one underneath him, and I'm still gonna, you know, usually for. So I I've been a blue belt for I think like two years. I got my I w- I've been rolling, so, you know, since 2010, 2011. I was when my first fight was, but I you know I didn't really put the gi on, and I, it's I tell you, putting the gi on is a totally different game. Um, but I think it's a, it helps you build your knowledge for jujitsu a lot and no gi. So yeah, I'm I'm happy for it. Excellent. Well, you got a couple of people that are. Uh, I mean, you got. A, I mean, you got a ton of fans, brother. I mean, your Instagram is like b- blowing off. Like it's it's great. You put so much, so many great things up there, and you know they're fi- everyone's following your fight career because there's definitely uh, definitely huge potential there in the future. But uh, there's uh, someone that just um, said something. Where did it go? Uh, where did it go? Oh, Operation Vet Now Incorporated. Uh, what What's is that? that? Operation Vet Now Incorporated. What uh, what is that? Uh, so Operation Vet Now. So I've been just recently partnering up with them. They're going to be sponsoring me for my next fight. Um, I have mouthpieces with them. I'm going to put them on my shorts. Um, so Operation Vet Now is a so it's a organization dedicated, a nonprofit to dedicated to helping veterans with PTSD. So um, as I'm a veteran, as everybody knows, a lot of people know I was a combat controller, a special operations in the Air Force, uh, deployment to Af- a combat deployment to Afghanistan. And then when I came home from Afghanistan, um, you know, I, I, I definitely was not myself. You know what I mean? Um, I was I was irritable and I was having a little bit of trouble. So uh, I uh, like I've done my entire life. I mean, I've been doing martial arts, karate, martial arts my entire life. Whenever I get like pissed off or something like that, that's what I did. I'd go to the martial arts gym just to kind of work, blow off some steam and get it. And that's what I did. I came home from Afghanistan. I was kind of acting weird, whatever. So I went into the gym, got into jujitsu mostly. And um we're, we're, we're trying to team up together to, you know, set up like a nationwide outreach for veterans who are, are anybody real, but mostly like veterans or first responders um, who are dealing with, you know, issues that, you know, using jujitsu to, to deal with them. Because like for me, not only is it a good outlet with an, a great, uh, you know, workout, but like the community is just unbelievable. The people you meet are like the high quality, you know, people that are always looking to get better and not worse. So it's like, um, you know, where you can't be drinking and you're doing these bad, all like, you know, shit that's actually bad for you. You're, you know, you're doing positive things surrounded with good people. So, um, that's what we're, that's what we're really teaming up together. You know, um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be a part of them. They're awesome. Good people. Awesome. I mean, well, you know, they're watching you and, uh, you know, great that you have, uh, you're supporting them. They're supporting you. So let's, uh, let's go back to the, a little bit about the cage and fighting. Uh, you had that opportunity in CES. What was it like? Uh, what was their cage like? Uh, because you know you're a, you were in the you know Cage Titans cage for so long. Now uh, you jumped in there. What, what's the difference in the cage and just uh, the feel that you know you felt and diff- you know? Yeah, it's definitely. Uh, so I'm, I'm so Plymouth Memorial Hall is home to me, and it'll always be home to me. I I, I love I love fighting for my uh, for Cage Titans in Plymouth. It's just like there's not not a better energy you can get. But however, it was it was cool to fight in a different promotion. Um, Definitely a uh, bigger cage. Um, so, you know, cage science, I don't know what the size. I think it's like a 20 by 20 or 22 by 20. So I think this one was like 26. It's like the size of a UFC cage. And for me, I, I, I mean, I mean, I'm a striker. I love I love that room to move around. So uh, I definitely I definitely like that. So I'm excited for the UFC. When I fight in the UFC, I'm going to be able to, you know, use that big cage. Hopefully we stop fighting in the freaking apex pretty soon. I'm getting awesome. sick of that. Uh, um, yeah, I, I, it was definitely a different, a different feel, um, fighting, saying, saying at, 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 at a parking lot outside. So <laughs> that was, <laughs> was quiet. It was awkwardly quiet at the beginning of the fight. I remember that, like you can hear your foot, your footsteps on, on you know, the, the cage is just boards, yeah. you know, 
plywood. So like you can, I remember hearing like kind of like, you know, as I walked in, went up to fight the guy and I was like, that's kind of weird. But um, <laughs> it, it was definitely a different experience for, uh, you know, from the future for I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go like anywhere though. Like you, like you said, it, I, I can get ready for two in two weeks. I'll fight anywhere. I'm hoping cage science gets, I know they're working on it. They want to have something going this summer. Um, no, nothing really, no words definite for that yet, but, uh, you know, we're hoping that's, that happens. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, uh, checking out your feeds and stuff like that, it, it seemed that you did have a fight maybe scheduled for, uh, the end of the month. Uh, can, yeah. can you talk about that? And, uh, you know, yeah. so we, I mean, we were, we were talking to, uh, uh, CES. I know some of the, like, so Joe's the commentator for CES. So, you know, you obviously, he has a pretty good relationship with CES and, um, uh, we're, I mean, I told Joe, I was like, I'm ready, I'm ready to go down there, but it looks like, uh, for them, which makes sense. They're trying to make some money, especially after this last show they had, they didn't have any, any fans. So I'm sure they didn't make much of, or maybe lost money on that last event. So I, I was gracious that they even had me on that last, that yeah. last event. But, um, so I think they, what they, what they're doing is they're going down to Florida to Orlando and they're trying to get more local, local, local guys on there so they can sell tickets, yeah. you know? So, um. If that's, you know, that's what it is, what it is. Yeah, I told Joe, like, hey, if they need somebody to fill in, I'll fly down there. I'm, I'm ready to go. I was yeah. 163 today when I woke up. I can get down to 45. That's not, that's an easy cut for me. Um, so, you know, I hope something happens and I'm ready to go if they need me down there. Um, other than that, maybe I'll hop on a car when they come back this summer because, you know, they're showing shows at uh, Mohegan Sun. Yeah. I know they're having shows. I mean, shows are happening. Hopefully, yeah. maybe New Hampshire with uh Callens league so um we'll see I'm, I'm ready to go though there's options there's options now you know yeah. is I'm, i would imagine there's promotions you know call you know messaging you yeah. and I, I dude there's like a hundred of them out there now you know the promotion so you're probably getting you know offers and matchups from everywhere yeah. that's not my job yeah. like, like um, I, I, my, my career is in joe Luzon's hands yep. and i trust him like he's looking he's done it he's got randy going granny costas you know he's having so my, my, my career is in his hands. So what Joe knows what's, what's best for me and I, and my job is as a fighter is just to be ready to fight at all times. And I am. So, um, I'm sure Joe's, I, I don't think Joe, Joe wants to get me the right fight and he yeah. wants to do it smart. So we're going to, we're going to do what it takes to get to the next level. I'm, I'm all in. And so my career is in his hands. So that's all I can say about that. There's, there's tons of eyes on you, my man. There's tons of eyes on you. It's a good thing, man. And you know, Joe, Joe helping you along and, uh, you know, Paving that path for you is is something special, man. So, uh, yeah, yeah. 27 time fighter in the UFC. I mean, he's seen it all. You know, he like Joe Rogan was telling a, a story in the podcast. Not Joe Rogan. Uh, Joe Lozon was telling a story on his podcast the other day where he was at the Kimbo Slice events that cop in Boston fight. I don't know if you ever seen that. Where like he is literally there filming that with his with like an old school camera. That's how long Joe Rogan. Uh, I keep saying Joe Rogan. Joe Lozon has been around the fight game of. You know what I mean? So it's like. He knows what's best, so I'm gonna listen to him. You know, that's like one thing I could say, take away is like for myself. I I believe like I believe I'm very coachable. I believe I like I try to listen to like I'm not one of those fighters that likes like doesn't want to listen to anybody and do it their own way. I think it's that's a stupid arrogant thing to do. These people have experienced a lot more than me in this. I mean, I, like I've been fighting professional for t not even two years. I think a year now or something like that. Maybe two years now, but. um I mean, these guys have a lot more experience than I do, so I'm going to listen to them. Whatever decisions they make, that they probably they're making the best decisions. Exactly, my man. You're in great hands, and uh, your time will come. That 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 yeah. special that special that special I fight is right around the corner for you, my man. You know, you got you, you got a lots of stuff going on here. So, uh, a couple more things, brother. Um, you know, your weight right now and all that. Uh, the featherweight. That's where we. That's where we are staying. Is it? Would you? jump a catch weight if something came up if it was a fight that you know really made sense yeah i mean i i've, I've fought at 150 quite a few times not by any of mine dude like if somebody tells me to make 45 i'm going to be making 45 but like a lot of times my opponents ask me like hey can we catch you at a white catch weight and i'll fight at 150 i'm not that's not a that's not a worries to me and i mean i feel like i'm pretty strong 145er to begin with so dude 55 as i get strong as i keep coach working with coach mike perry and like I mean, I'm 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 a strong 45er, yeah. so I think I'm not scared to go go up to 155. The only thing I don't like about the 55 division is the is the height. As like I'm 5'8", um, so like it's a little bit they have a little bit of height on me, 
Um, a lot of those guys, they give me like six one, six two, yeah. and that and that that's something to worry about, especially with somebody with like long knees and, and stuff. So, um, but other than that, man, like, I if if, if the right fight comes at fifty five and I need to take that fight, I'm, I'm I'll fight at fifty five. I'm not scared. I'll fight at forty five. On like, uh, it's either way. I like I said, I'm ready to fight anybody. I got. I want to fight anybody. I wish. I wish. That it wasn't so political about like how career, how your career was supposed to look. I wish it was just like, dude, you fight every month. Yeah. At the end of month, you know what I mean? I wish it was like that. That'd be easier for me. And I just, you know, that's why I like about like Muay Thai. I've been getting into a lot of Muay Thai watching on like, dude, they don't even tell you how many wins or losses. They're like, this guy's got 200 fights. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? Exactly. <laughs> like record. They just, because it doesn't matter. What if you had a three? Look at this guy. Look at the the champ for the heavyweight division right now. Um, what's that guy? Jan, Jan, uh, whatever his name, he was terrible when he first came to the UFC. And now all of a sudden he finds himself being the champ. Like some people lose in the beginning of their career and they figure their shit out. But the only way to get better is just to keep going, keep doing it. So I wish that's what, that was the case, but you know, I'll fight any, I'll fight anytime, anywhere. Excellent. My man. Um, last thing or last couple of things before I let you give yeah. the shout out stuff. And uh, you know, what's going on now? Uh, what's Connor do? In his personal life, I mean, you're always training. I know um, you coach too. You you give privates, and uh, you know, you, yeah. I I think you're the coach at uh, Lausanne's as far as yeah. Uh, yeah. So, what is kind of do on his spare time other than you know, maybe some da- some <laughs> some, <laughs> some, da- some daredevil fucking like rock climbing or something? What do you do? It's funny you say that. We're going rock like got, me and a couple guys from the gym are going rock climbing this Friday. That's bizarre you say that. So yeah, we're going rock climbing. Um, did somebody say something about that? No, I just I just brought it up. It's like seems it seems something uh, dangerous you do, like you would try. Um, I harass Pat Kilbride is one of my favorite favorite things to do on the weekend. No, me I show Pat um a lot. Yeah, man, there's not too much. I I mean, I I'm I'm an extreme sport kind of guy, like, and I and that's why I try not to do them as much because I have an issue of like when I go do something, like I went snowboarding and I was just like. Yeah, we're not like and I, I'm a pretty good snowboarder. I grew up doing it a lot and surfing, snowboarding, skateboarding. It's kind of it was like a lot of my stuff I did when I was younger. And then I went snowboarding with my buddies, and we're like, dude, we're just gonna go slow. We're not gonna get hurt. And then like two trons out, we're just bombing down freaking the mountain, going through the woods. Like if I clip a tree, I'm screwed. So you know, I'm throwing jumps and doing all that. So I, 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 so Me- meanwhile, my- meanwhile, Joe Joe Lowe's on his home, like watching your feeds, <laughs> like watching your Facebook going, this son of a bitch. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, so that's why I try to, but I, I go mountain biking a lot. Um, but I, when I, when I can, but like right now I'm trying, I've been trying to like, you know, chill on the weekends. Like I said, I don't party, I don't drink, but I still hang out with my buddies. We, we watch fights at the gym a lot. You know, we got a pretty. I don't know if the new Lozon. You've seen, you've heard about that. Yeah, new yeah, location. yeah, yeah. Um, sick gym. I mean, so we, we hang out there a lot because it's like a TV, and we, we'll watch the fights and stuff with all my friends. But uh, yeah, I mean, that that's about it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm locked in right now. I'm not trying to do anything besides if it's if it's to get me to the next level um, in fighting. So that's what I do. Excellent, man. Last question before I let you give your shout outs, your social media, thank yous. Who do we got this uh this weekend? Do you have Mr. Ben Askren or do you have <laughs> Mr. Paul in this boxing match? Let, yeah. let let's say you're a you're I mean you're you're boxing, you're you're a coach, stand up coach. Let's talk about this fight. What is your thoughts on this? It's just, man, whatever I see Ben Askren doing, I know he's making fake videos of his skill, but it's still not good. You like, <laughs> I can just, I did this, this Logan, is it Logan, Logan Paul or Jake Paul? I don't even know. I think it's Paul. Jake. I think it's Jake this time around yeah. again. Yeah, the kid can, the kid can, the kid can hit. I mean, he's, I was watching his, I watched the sparring videos of him. He's knocked out like a lot of guys, like pros or not. Like he's, the way he's hitting those guys are legit. I mean, dude, he spent two years, he's fucking loaded. So he spent the last two years with the best coaches, the best strength and conditioning. That you could, all that stuff. Like if you can invest into having that, you, it's, you're going to get good. Like I can make a good blue belt, and you know, like well, if you can, if you started and made, you can make a blue belt in like two months, two or three months. But somebody's coming once a night, and they can mess up people on the street. Imagine if you had all the best coaches, all the best. You know what I mean? You can make somebody a savage. All right, Ben Askren on the other side of that. He's got a ton of experience. Like he's no slouch. He's seen it all. He's been hit a lot. He knows how to deal with that. Um, 
but I just think his, his, you're going into the boxing realm where he's no business really being there. But, I, yeah, I, I, I'm going to go with the Jake Paul on that one. Awesome. There you go. <laughs> Maybe I'll be damn it. I, I, honestly, I, want, I want Ben Askren to win for the, for the sport of MMA. Like, I, I hate to see this kid do doesn't know and like you know it look really it's, it, it's gonna look yeah. bad for the sport you know what i mean and, like and, dude, and, this, and also hey, also we're gonna oh. have we're gonna have to deal with another fight if he wins yeah we're gonna deal with another fight yeah. it's gonna yeah. be a lot more high yeah. and I, I just don't like the way those kids go about themselves like it's just they're just they i mean i know they catch eyeballs they just do it to do it, to, it makes money like you know we were talking about conor mcgregor like I think right now the way Conor McGregor fight right now against Dustin Poirier, you, you see him do all this stuff on social media because yeah. he's trying to rise at him. It's a mental warfare. Like he did this for all of his fight. Like Conor was willing to fly from Ireland to fucking Vegas, throw a throw a thing through the window, the bus, whatever. <laughs> like this guy, at all extents, to try to get in your head. Exactly. You know what I mean? Look, look it works because he, he gets fighters emotional. They get and you know what I mean, and they come and strike, and then he counters and he beats them. So it, it, to say it doesn't work, it really does work. So. I don't know. Like, I, I don't have that in me. <laughs> all right, all right. La, la, last, que- last question before I <laughs> let, let you give you a shout out. Now, if uh, Jake Paul, do you think Jake Paul should um, should continue with this boxing, maybe do something with it? If he, like, really <laughs> really shows really good stuff there on uh, Saturday. No, like, yeah, all right, he's good against uh, um, whatever this guy, but Ben Askren, that's, there's a difference between Ben Askren and a really good professional boxer. Yeah. Paris Boxer will sleep him in two seconds. There's, 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 that's a, you know what I mean? Like you're putting him against some guy who's not a boxer. He's a wrestler. Yeah, he's a, a world class. Like so, I mean, yeah, he can be good. He'd be a good, maybe small local time pro. Like you know what I mean? Like he could probably get some fights. But like, there's some other pros out there that yeah. would just talk easy. It wouldn't even be a fight. So destroy him. Yeah, you know, talking to like 10, 15 years worth of boxing experience against two years. They're gonna he's gonna get lit up. Well, that's what we want to watch next. If he fights, yeah. if he wins this fight on Saturday, we're gonna to have to, uh, we're gonna, you know, money's gonna to have to talk, and he's gonna to have to fight someone that uh, is has potential to take his head off. So, uh, last thing, my friend, um, shout outs, social media, and uh, thank yous. Anything you want to say, and I'll let you get on with your night. So, shout out Operation Vent now. Uh, if you guys follow me, please go out there and follow them. You know what I mean? Uh, support veterans, especially people j- challenging PTSD. If you have PTSD, if you're challenging things, please find a jiu-jitsu gym. I promise you it will change your life. Um, shout out to Lozon MMA. Uh, thank you. I mean, is, if I didn't have that place, if Joe Lozon wasn't here, I don't think New England MMA would be where we're at right now. So, shout out to Joe Lozon. Shout out to Mike Perry. He's going through uh, colon cancer right now. He's my trainer. Um, he's, he's, he's going through chemotherapy. Um, he, you know, he's, he went through a surgery to cut out some stuff out of his stomach, his colon, whatever. I mean, I mean, this guy's still showing up and he's, he's at my workouts every Tuesdays and Thursdays, you know, in the morning, he's still there supporting me. And, uh, so like he do that, the mental toughness, I know he's going to get through this cause his mental toughness is there. So shout out to Mike Perry. Thank you very much. Uh, shout out to Jake Menini, my, my Muay Thai coach, Mike Avila, uh, Danny Savory. All those guys, all my training partners, appreciate all you guys and uh, regiment guys too. Excellent. I mean, <laughs> everyone knows you on social media, uh, but you could just shout, throw that out there because, uh, man, you're, you're, you're making waves out there on uh, on Instagram and stuff like that. So throw it out there. Uh, shout out. Was that in here? You sorry. Oh, just your, so, your social media. Oh yeah, so uh, my social media is the controller MMA. Uh, we got some shirts to sell. I just got some new. I don't. There are one on me right now, but um, new controller MMA is a really good quality shirt. Um, so yeah, go on there. So if you want, if you like to support me, order it through the website. I don't have any on me actually. I have this girl, my my uh, business manager Erin. She takes care of all that, so I can just focus strictly on fighting. Um, so she takes care of all that stuff. So if you guys are talking to me online, sometimes it's fair. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> the idea. If you see spelling, spelling, spelling errors, it's me. If everything's well thought out sentence, it's her. So Awesome. <laughs> I, and I, you know, I do. Is, is that the shirts that you have on, uh, on your Facebook? Uh, your walk yeah. up? Don't, don't, don't. I have it on my Instagram. You go through a link on my Instagram called Poshmark. And yeah. so I'm um, out there pretty quick. So Excellent. Uh, if you, yeah, because I was I was checking it out today, and uh, I think I'm gonna have to uh, buy a couple of those. Give one away, 
and uh, wear one on the show. So I'm definitely going to do that. Uh, when I get off this, uh, this, this, I'm gonna message your your your, uh, your friend there, the 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 Aaron, the, the Aaron. I'll message her. Yeah. Uh, all right, my man. Thank you so much for coming on tonight and checking in, bro. Um, it's a pleasure always talking to you. Um, you're highly intelligent in this fight game, and you're getting shit done out there in the cage yourself, my man. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me on, dude. Anytime you ever want me to come on, I love coming on and talk to you guys. So appreciate it, man. Definitely, man. I would love you to come down in the studio again, man. Take uh, take one of your uh, one of your partners with you, and we'll have a hell of a time like last time. All right, we'll do it again. All right, thanks. my man. You have a good night, thanks. Connor, and thanks so much for uh, giving me your time tonight. You too, man. Take All it right. easy. Have a good night. All right, that was friggin' awesome. Connor Matthews. In the house. Aaron Hughes in the house. Two great, 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 great New England MMA fighters right there. Uh, Connor was talking about Aaron, uh, you know, how uh, he's, you know, grown in the last couple of years. And Connor's got a, a, a steady training partner now. Uh, you know, Aaron just got done with his fight. Now, uh, you know, Connor might have something coming up. You never know. Aaron might have something coming up. You never know. So you're going to see these two guys training together a lot. Uh, in the next couple of months. So with that said, man, great show tonight. Uh, I'd like to just say um, there was a lot of technical difficulties on my end today because I got uh, banned on Facebook for three days. So I had to go to my alternative account to, uh, you know, go, go live tonight. So I went through a lot of hurdles tonight, my friends, uh, to get this show on. So tomorrow it will be on YouTube. It will be on all the podcast um, audio sites. So with that said, the room podcast. Did anyone um, anyone like my mask? By the way, I'm causing so much trouble all over the state of Rhode Island with this mask. I'm starting to film some of the alt of alt of altercations <laughs> that I am uh, getting involved in because that's just how I roll, people. You know, I, it's what I do. So with that said, the room podcast and Domenico is out. I hear.